0: What's up, guys? Well J here, and I'm here with my co-host Chris. Chris, say hello to the peoples. Hello, peoples. Also joining us, our other co-host, Egghead. Egghead, say hello to the peoples. Hello, peoples. Uh, not joining us today is that pussy Miguelinho. Uh, he got stuck somewhere in Washington and he doesn't have signal, so I don't know. Whatever. Hey, we'll see him next week. But anyway, guys, welcome back. Uh I don't know if you guys saw, but everybody's talking about this shit, and we're going to talk about it, too. Okay. What are we talking about? So you guys see the Orlando Sanchez, uh, Sean Strickland video? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. So before I play this, uh, let me pull up something real quick. I want to cite it just because, you know, I can cite something and let people know that. Let me pull up. What I need to pull up. And I'm Sorry. Sorry, yeah. guys. I, I, I should have been more prepared, but I'm it, not. It, it was a, a wee bit aggressive. Well, well hold on. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Hold on. Hold on, player. All right. So we're going to play a video. It's a YouTube video. However, this video falls under the fair use protection as it's been manipulated for educational purposes with the addition of our commentary. So. With that said, we cannot get a YouTube strike because we're playing the video, and that's how we get around that, okay, anywho I mean, I have it on the description too, just in case okay hey, hey, you're laughing almost over there what what are you uh what are you smirking about you're muted
1: yeah you're you're muted, damn
2: it, if somebody ever studied copyright law um you know they they'd be laughing perhaps, and yeah. fair use doctrine and uh commentary and all that good stuff you're you're, you're fine bud it's just hey
0: yeah. just just putting it out there just so we don't get a strike that, that's not fair no, no, no that's fine that, that's how we get around it on youtube but anyway uh let me share the screen and let's see we're
2: gonna share video he's got signposts to make it really obvious that we're doing everything right right so I, I, perfectly valid under the you know copyright law we're good
0: yeah, I I have to just so, yeah. uh, so to protect ourselves, but anyway, uh, here we go. So, here we go. We got Orlando Sanchez, ADCC champion, going against Sean Strickland, MMA fighter. Uh, let's
2: see, that was the second one, what? right? Yeah, yeah. How much oh, does Sanchez weigh in this fo- in, in this video, bro, oh, every every
0: bit of four hundred pounds at least.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, I, a, I'm I'm thinking he's tipping at least a good four fifty. I
1: don't know. I mean, four fifty is a bit high, but realistically,
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, he's
1: he's probably two sixty five. No, 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 no,
0: no. I was thinking two eighty. No, I'm I'm thinking more like three Okay, he, he mean, might be. He might. I be. mean that 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 dude is a, is is a thickie. Come I on! Conservative.
2: I mean, yeah, obviously he, he's got a little belly, but there's there's a lot of meat. There's under a that lot of too. muscle there.
1: But so let's let's there's, let's
0: let's take a, a look at it again, real quick.
1: They're going for the elbow tie-up. He's got he's yeah. going for that underhook because he tried to set it up earlier and he yeah. missed it. Yeah. So, and, but, and you could tell there comes.
2: Oh, bang bang.
0: look at that, bro! I
2: just why? Yeah. Why? I mean, why? Why? why is he, he, he does it like a strike. Yeah. I mean, you know, sure, if I'm being lazy with an underhook and, 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 a, and a buddy wants to, like, you know, kind of get, show a little mirror lock on me, okay, okay. Yeah. But a strike where, where there's no chance of, like, saying, oh, oh, tap. Right, right. Come because on. the
1: first one, he slipped, he slipped it, and the amount of force, there was more force on the first attempt than on that one. Man,
0: um, if that's my training partner, I'm definitely not doing that. Yeah. You know, yeah. why, why, why would you try to hurt a guy who's got a fight coming up?
1: And apparently this guys, you know, well, they were jawing back and forth beforehand. There, there's there's a, a much longer YouTube video or, or something I saw um, where they were kind of that wasn't a very friendly role. There was some some ego involved beforehand with all that. And then this is what transpired.
0: Yeah, I, I I get all that. I mean, I could go back all the way to the beginning and we can see all that. But I just wanted to show that part. Yeah. Because obviously he's helping him, you know, train for his upcoming fight. Um, no, he's not. <laughs> even, even Even if I didn't like the guy, I wouldn't do that shit, man. He's got a fight coming up. That yeah, shit, that's not your job that doesn't give you a chance to tap when you no. when you when you throw that, that that move like that I mean that mm-hmm. was so quick and so vicious and yeah. apparently I, I mean I don't know Orlando very well I mean I've heard of him I've seen some of his matches and all that stuff but apparently he does have a reputation for kind of doing shit like this and being a little dirty
1: to Kino
2: uh, well,
1: well go ahead again
2: well, he- a, a few quick thoughts. I mean, one, uh, and I, I, and when I was watching the Mad Side, uh, the new uh, B-Max show, I, I put in the comments like, kind of reminds me like uh, Gal Val. Oh, he, he's going to be all bullyish and tough until somebody smacks him. Yeah. You know, and then I was like, oh, hey man, that's that's a legit thing. Oh, like like. Yeah. Gal was like, oh, what, what, why are you hit me? You know, I was in your face. I was pushing you and stuff. Why are you hitting me? Yeah. You know, which is kind of BS there, but also like. I'm really curious about how this got set up. Was 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 Sanchez brought in to help him with grappling? I mean, you mm-hmm. know, usually um, when you bring people in, do you do. You, is, was he getting paid for this?
0: Well, apparently, my understanding is is that Sean Strickland is at Orlando's gym. That's where Orlando trains out of. So I don't know if they're teammates or what, or, or maybe
2: he he just came there to get some training.
0: You know, maybe just to,
2: it's to, to polish up. Yeah. I mean, is that how you treat a guest? No. Come Man. on. I mean, you know, hospitality, you know, uh, through, throughout regions of this world, hospitality is the biggest thing ever. If anything, you 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 do great by somebody that, that visits you instead of trying to hurt them before their dang match. Come on. I mean,
1: if you were trying to help him, you would have, when he took a lazy underhook, you would have went for the mirror, but you would have just put the pressure and, you know, stuff like like, yeah. like what you did to me whenever we used to roll and I had a bad habit. I had a bad habit. I would put my hand flat on the mat by Wallow's head and he would just reach up and he, would, you know, f- one time he, he got me good and quick with the R bar, but other times he would just latch on to let me feel the pressure to remind me, hey,
2: don't fucking do that. You know, like, ah, OK, Same you know? concept. He could have just slapped it. Mm-hmm. He, he just be- slapped it and like, hey, yeah. man, if I really hit this yeah. hard, You'd he could have just way. stopped it right here
1: instead of trying to go ahead and, and you know torsion it. And, and let's
0: let's also say that even when I when I got you with the arm bar, I didn't do it to the
1: point no. where I was trying to break it. No. Mm-mm. You know, no, so. you, you you gripped it and you know, made me tap. And then after that, any other time you'd grip it until you you felt the pressure there. And I'd feel the pressure, be like, ah, and snatch my fucking arm back. Yeah. Yeah. Lesson learned. Didn't do that. I mean I I
0: that, that that's what he should have done. It's like, yo, watch this move because I could easily do this to you yeah. and break your arm and that's it. You're done.
1: If you're in a fight, I could fuck your arm up in about 0. 0.5 of a second. Yeah, I your mean fight, you're done. I thought he I thought he broke it to be honest with you. I mean, broke, I mean, he didn't break it, but I guarantee you the next day, that arm ain't working as well as it did today. Oh, no, he's,
0: he's still hurting today. That happened mm-hmm. like what, ten, uh, two days ago or three days ago?
2: I, I think Scaff on the, the Grappling Discourse podcast said he he popped it a couple times with that. Oh, I'm, um, I'm sure. I mean, that's a big fucking... That's like
1: me doing something like that to Squirrel. <laughs> I mean, realistically, that's the size difference. Uh, weight and just... I mean you just can't fucking do that. Unless oh, yeah. it's competition, there's money on the line. If it's that, by all means grip and rip, you know, for the That's win. That's different
0: though. You're yeah. you're you're helping a guy get ready. Yeah, this a is the training session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hate guys like that that, you know, they take the 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 training sessions like this is like the world championships. Yeah.
1: life or death every every fucking round.
0: Yeah, I I unfortunately had a a teammate at one point. This is fucking 10 years ago at least. Maybe not so far, maybe eight, but he had it out for me for some reason and we were both white belts and he would always be super aggressive and he was always so disrespectful. So my way of dealing with him was like I used to talk to people while I was rolling with him because I know he couldn't get me. (laughs) You know, he was, he was trash. He was garbage. You know, he has some top pressure, but that was it. That's all he had. You know, my offense was never great. Still not great. So I wasn't going to tap him, but he wasn't going to tap me either. And the way that I, you know, used to get under his nerves was like, I would talk to everybody around us, every, (laughs) you know, and just let him know, basically you ain't shit. You ain't getting it. You're disrespectful. I'm a disrespectful. I'm going to be disrespectful as well.
1: But white belts doing white belt
0: shit. Yeah, white belt doing white belt shit, but I mean that was that was just a little bit much on on his side. I Yeah, uh, and
1: especially coming from somebody who's I mean, granted you just say that you know supposedly he's got a little bit of a history of kind of doing that, but he's a black belt. Yeah. And here again, you know, people fall into this trap where they say, you know, people who train jiu-jitsu and they make it and they go through the ranks and they're accomplished and all like that, they're not assholes. Well, Here's an example of a black belt who's kind of an ass.
2: You know, you know that's, that's really funny. You say that because, uh, you know, Stephen Aiken or Stefan, as you like Stephon, to say, <laughs> um, you know, he, he had a nice little uh, a nice little uh, YouTube short and, uh, and Facebook post about, you know, talking about black belts that just because they're black belts, you know, you need to pay attention to see if they actually have your best interest in heart mm-hmm. and things like that. I wonder if that was a little bit of a response to this could have Inspired been fire, could have been oh. because you have
1: to realize not every look, not every black belt is going to have your best interest. Not every coach is going to have your best interest. Not, you know, you ultimately, you got to protect yourself. Unfortunately, you know, if you're just getting into the game and shit like that, you're not going to know any better until probably like late blue where you start going. Mm, I don't think my coach has really got my best interest at heart here. You know, so I just I hate it for especially for a fucking MMA fighter, because like I say, he's got a match coming up. Now he's yeah. you know, now now granted we all know they don't go into fights a hundred percent, but there's no reason to be going into his fight with a damaged arm because of this.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent.
0: What's up, Tiago? Welcome What's back, up, brother.
2: Hey bud. Hey, uh, you know, another thing that kinda of worries me about this is like you know, again, going on the, the the questionable black belt treatments and and, and what Stefan said. Uh, do you do you think? I wonder if Sanchez hurts his students. I mean, honestly, if you're gonna if you're gonna hurt a guest and you, you're like, whatever, I'll throw that on something like that. I mean, if you see that video, are are you questioning whether you should go try out that gym? I sure as Hundred percent. I sure as heck would. Yeah, I'm, because I, because I the black belt should be the culture of
1: that gym. They should be the one you know, exuding the culture of what the gym is going to be. If that's him, that's going to be his culture. Yeah, fuck that. I'm 43. I'm not. This is not a competition when I go to train anymore. This is just to get better and get healthy. I'm not about to let because, you know, you if that's going to be the culture, what do you think it's going to do with a blue belt? Get you. You know, what if they get you in a fucking vaporizer or they get you in a fucking, you know, A heel hook. You're gonna grip and rip. So uh, we have
0: a comment here from uh, Zach saying, "I think Sanchez was the visitor in this situation, which makes it even worse." Yeah. So you you come into a gym, you know, and you're gonna be a dick, you know, as a guest to the guy that's you know training there. Also, also, you can't be like
1: you know you got to show me my respect because I'm a black belt. So you know, blah blah blah. Nah.
0: Also, Tiago makes a great comment here saying a black belt on your waist doesn't make you a black belt in life.
2: No. That is mm-hmm. true. Uh, I mean, I got to think that Strickland, you know, knowing that you know Sanchez is ADCC champ, obviously outweighs him by a- uh, oh, shit. at least, a, it. At least oh, 100 pounds.
0: Sorry. sorry at least 100 language.
2: pounds. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, come on. I mean, he's in there. Even their John, in the back a little bit back and forth. I, you have to think he's still coming with I want to learn. And he's yeah. not going to try to hurt me yeah i mean strick was not in there like throwing bombs himself you know he he was trying to learn some grappling he was trying to polish up his game and then just go straight to that stuff
1: well i mean on the back end though i bet he doesn't have lazy underhooks anymore (laughs) probably not you know i mean Uh, we gotta get that underhook in and tight yeah
0: we, yeah, we, got, we got another good comment here from Zach saying, I'm not sure why Perillo didn't stand up for his guy. Sanchez was clearly in the wrong. Yeah. Uh, based on what I saw on the video, Perillo didn't even see what happened. He was like, What happened? What's going on? Yeah. So I don't know if he saw it. So
1: Oh, and and yeah, I'm with you there. Look, look, we've all been we've all been in the culty dojos. We've been, you know, places where people are like, you you don't go other places and train. You know, shit like that. Yeah. Nah. There again, word to the wise. If the person you're learning under frowns or tells you that you can't go cross train at other gyms or things like that, pack your fucking gym bag and dip. Yeah. That's not a good place. No, no. The good gyms are the ones that want you to go and train at other gyms. Go see what other people do. Yeah. know. Yeah,
0: that was that was one of the first things that uh, Dean told me when I started training with him. He's like, I want you to go other places because I want you to bring what you learn from those gyms back here yeah. so everybody else can learn it, you know, yeah. and we can show it, you know, and that's
1: I because mean, ultimately the goal for Jiu should be that everybody gets brought up. Yeah, if you learn something yeah. from here. You bring it to your gym, your gym, then you know when your guys go out you know it's like seeds you're you're just spreading them everybody should grow now granted you're going to have some you're going to have some things that look they may teach you or they may show that they'd be like hey don't you know we don't want you showing this to other people if somebody's got a competition coming up they're working for you know training a certain way training for a certain guy i get that you know those are different situations but just your standard everyday i go to my gym 3 times a week to go train jitsu if they don't let you go and do open mats at other spots, get out.
0: But let, let's be real. How many of us are that elite that we're competing for prize money?
1: We're not. But, I mean, we have trained with people who have. Have we? Well, no, I wouldn't say prize money, but we've competed. We are not competing. Is trained the Naga really that important? A hundred fucking percent. Do you see those belts and those swords? Listen, that,
0: that's, that's a great accomplishment. I'm not trying to put it down, but... When when it comes to you know not training at a, at another place because we're possibly seeing those guys at Naga, come on, get out of here with that nonsense, bro, dude. Naga belts. I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go train wherever I want to go train. You know, go train.
2: I you respectfully ask. I mean, if they're showing certain things to help a guy, and like, hey man, you know, train wherever you want, but just maybe for the next couple of weeks. Stay yeah here, that is, or, that, or or not, that's true not that, you
0: know, I, not. I completely agree with that sure. if you ha- if you ha- if you know that you have like a like a match coming up with a guy from another gym yeah you might want to avoid it just yeah. because you also don't want to be seen as the guy that's coming in spying on the other guy yeah also
1: true or so, just don't go to that specific where yeah, he trains exactly Just don't go he, to open that there yeah for sure you know? I can agree with that 100%. I mean, look, nowadays, jiu-jitsu is everywhere. If, if you live in a town that doesn't have somebody doing a jiu-jitsu gym, you know, you need to move. <laughs> You're not in a good spot.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, this guy, uh, again, apparently he's had
1: had this, this uh, reputation for a while. <laughs> no. No, he is not. What? He's the... He is as far as maybe j- he is about jiu-jitsu and matches and things like that. But you have to know. I mean, we've heard it on Rogan a few times, where Dana Hur is a genius in jiu-jitsu, a genius in boxing, a genius in judo, and wrestling, in and fashion. You know all this shit.
0: Well, Chris, you're you're talking about it, but you didn't you didn't
1: read what that what the comment
0: was. So. I'm sorry. So go ahead and read the comment. So he's like,
1: "Yeah, Chris Waller, would you agree with me that Mr. Egghead is pretty much John Danaher in terms of knowledge, but without a pouch bag? Those are called a fanny pack." (laughs) Yeah, no, no, where? I mean, he's
0: he's good. He's he's our genius, but I don't think he's the Danaher level genius.
2: (laughs) Absolutely not. I I I, I, I'm very appreciative of the 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 comparison. That's very very kind of you. I I am. I'm pretty much like PGF strict. Just about like my knowledge level, and and I've told. He is the
1: PGF Danaher. We'll give him uh, that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I, I'm I'm just a nasty blue belt because uh, hashtag blue belts are people too. Um, you know. Well, thank you, Rizzy. You know, I'm proud to be somebody's hero. There you go. <laughs> but hey, man. You're uh, hero, baby. You know, as far as like him being like studying and teaching at uh, universities and stuff like that. Ah, I might have a little bit of that going on too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're not. We're not gonna tell. Well, no people. disclosures of what I do or, yeah. or what I have, but I might have. Uh, Five degrees on the wall. Yeah.
0: He Secret kills squirrel. people.
2: Secret squirrel. He That's kills right. people
0: yeah. for a living. Mm-hmm. He's an assassin.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs>
2: That's
0: why you'll never see the back
1: of his head because he's got the barcode tattooed. Back
0: there. <laughs> right. He's a hitman.
1: That's right. Yeah. He's right. not aging 47. He's like 53 or something like that. He's an yeah. off number.
0: Well, I, I, I've, I've seen online where Sanchez is getting a lot of heat,
1: but I also saw a few
0: comments saying, Hey, that was nothing. I've seen worse. And I'm like,
1: come on sure we also bro. used to do in football fucking you know bullring new guys and shit like that and those are douchey moves in football you know but that's because Everybody, you're a douche well it's because we train we were coached by a douche you know that's it you know just because other guys are like yeah that's nothing okay guess what you probably trained at a douchey gym
0: anyway final thoughts on orlando sanchez and sean strickland before we move on stop doing that shit do you think he will stop doing that shit
1: with all the no. shit that he's getting on online? No. Not at all. Yeah. Well, the next guy that lazy underhooks and he's going to look around to see if there's a camera and if there's not he's probably going to try to Listen, this is take it home with him. This is how people get shot.
0: Just saying. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, when you pull sh- dick moves like that. By the way, uh hello Gigabyte Gaming. Yeah, I mean this is this is how shit, le- you know, continues on after gym's over. You know.
2: Yeah. I would hope not shot. I mean, because at least everyone on the mats and in the cage, you know, this is like old school. Like Maybe cattle prong. Like, I mean, pe- pe- people used to actually just get in fights. Yeah. You know, no knives brought. You know, yeah, watch uh, um, uh, <laughs> old books and stuff like that. No heaters, no chains, just a good old fight. Yep. Uh, the Outsiders, pardon me. You know, everyone's uh, read that in high school, I'm sure. Um, you know, but it used to, to be how to you, you, you either beat somebody that brand or you got yours kicked you know that used, used to be how it was not hey i'm gonna go get a gun and shoot somebody
1: and half so the time I, once the fight was over most of the time you you wound up not becoming best friends with them but you you know were you know social with them yeah at least yeah, having respect. some
0: level of respect with them yeah, yeah.
1: you know yeah. i mean shit one of one of my best friends i've known him for god 27 years you know me and him got into two Absolute knockdown drag outs, one at a bus stop and one at at school. I mean, we beat the living shit out of each other. And then literally three days later, we were on a lake fishing in the same boat. You know, pussies. Yeah, shit happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's move on from uh, the whole Orlando Sanchez, Sean Strickland. I think uh, I think people are, you know, sick of it and they've, they've seen enough. And let's put that one to rest. Now there was a video circulating on Instagram, which Darren Till posted and requested for Brandon Schaub to be removed from anything MMA related. And I'm gonna play it for you guys. And wow. this also this also falls under the Fur Use Act. <laughs> God, what's his what's his beef with the... Uh, hold on, I'll show you the video. Let me right. let me share the screen. We're going to share the audio as well. All right. And share. And here we go. Yeah, yeah, he was Where's he at? Where's he at? FBI. win.
1: What the fuck, Brendan?
0: <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? It's it's to win. It's, it's, it's win. guys? I don't know. What? I don't know.
1: It's not. This, is this is fucking crazy. You're <laughs>
0: fucking <laughs> alien. I that's what we he said. Here's <laughs> what's <laughs> crazy then.
1: So that that's, so the
0: first two he's feeling out.
1: That fourth, fifth, and sixth, he, that's the best he
0: has trying to take you out. He's fucking chill. Unreal. You guys should be fucking. I, what's his, what's his, his beef? All
1: right. <laughs> stoked. You guys be still. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's still his beef with that?
0: All right. So obviously, that's Logan Paul after his yeah. match with Mayweather. So Brandon Shop comes in and tells him, yo, that's a win. It is. So he, he's, he's like, the four, fifth, and six, he was trying his hardest to put you out, and he couldn't. You also got to remember, Floyd Mayweather is like one hundred and forty-five pounds. This dude is like one hundred and ninety pounds. Yeah, you know, so it's gonna be a little tough to, to put knock away. out a, a, a guy that's you know big like that. Yeah,
2: you know, obviously you can. Yeah, go ahead. Did did didn't you see the thing that looked like he was holding him up? Like he knocked him out, and, and Mayweather was actually holding Paul up.
1: Uh yeah, so I saw. That I didn't see thing. that. No. Yeah. yeah. There's been a little conspiracy that he he popped him and gave him like a little flash knock. Yeah. And Paul stumbled a little bit. Mayweather kind of underhooked and you know, just kind of held him up for a second. Looked like you know they just clinched and you know kind of clears his cobwebs and then they separated.
0: Oh, well, cool. I mean, I, I didn't see the fight. I just saw the video and I thought that but it was, I don't
1: get what Till's beef with, with I, that is. I, I, mean,
0: I, I mean, I don't know. I, I thought that
1: he was. I mean, tra- Sean gets a lot of
0: fucking hate regardless. Yeah, he does. He does. And man, the comments on that shit was incredible. I I, I was like, man, I'm not even going to say anything to the contrary. Agree. Get this guy out of here. Shit. Remove this guy from Earth. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, that's that's come on. It's a little much. Yeah,
2: Hold on. I mean, you know, should Shab, you know, after after that, you know, uh, recount, should he be a judge? No. No, no, no. But well, he's not remember, a judge. Yeah. He, he, he's a damn comedian. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's his job now. I mean, he, he, he's a retired MMA fighter. That's comedian and commentator like, like us bozos. I mean, come yeah. on. Now, how, how, how can you re- remove him from all things MMA? What are you talking about? Like his podcast? Yeah. I don't know you remove him from. I mean, what, I, think, what, I think it was just a,
0: a little excessive, you know, the 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 whole removing him getting cancelled or whatever. It's like, first of all, like you said, he's a comedian. Yeah. All right. Not only that, he's tight with this guy. Yes. He's made it known on his podcast that he and, and Paul are friends. They know each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not that they're friends, but you know, they have a pretty good relationship. Yeah. So
2: you're just giving your boy some dap. That's how I see it. And he's it an amateur boxer that, that just went a whole fight against, you know, an undefeated, the greatest, one of the greatest boxers ever. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course you'd say, yeah, that's a win. You just yeah. went a whole fight yeah. against Mayweather. Yeah. Come on. It's he's like probably he-
1: going to go down as one of the greatest boxers ever, arguably, you know. And, and but- how much money did they make? Yeah, oh, that's millions. A that's a million. millions.
0: Come on. Yeah, Mayweather took like one hundred and twelve million, and Paul took like eighteen million. Yeah, which is still awesome sure. for a, for a guy who's an amateur boxer.
1: Yeah, show me How, another amateur fight that somebody's made cash like that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I but was removing like, people, and he should be removed from anything MMA. Blah blah blah. Sorry, bro. I can't get on that boat with you till it's like
0: he didn't mean that literally it's not like he went in oh you beat that guy there was no no you know no no question about it no, you you won him. by surviving no, no no, no. what he meant is that was a moral victory yeah you that survived was it. and you won that was it that's a win mm-hmm. you know and we have those we've talked about them sure. you know you know we're we're on the mats we're getting our ass kicked but all of a sudden we get like a sweep and all the you know we got tapped eight times before hey that's a moral victory. That's a win. That's something that you could take back home and, you know, think about and then come back the next day, you know, ready to do it again. Just because you had a move that you were taught and it worked.
2: I don't know. I completely agree, man. I mean, uh, you know, a couple times I faced the black belts at uh, 10th Planet Decatur. I got a couple techniques. I actually did. Okay. Yeah. And, and I was like, and then other than that, it was lightning round submissions. I'm tapping like you know, sure. like it's going out of style. But, uh, like, <laughs> uh, I got but a those little wins or wins. I got a couple things that worked. Yeah, a, l- so, yeah, a, little, a little win is still a win. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you're right. Moral victories and, and supporting your boy, like you're talking about, man. I mean, yeah, you know, just 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 hold him up. You know, he he probably feels a little rough because okay, he, he just lost, but you know, you, you support your guy. Like, hey, man, just just remember,
0: you yeah. know,
2: you stood up to him. Come on.
0: There yeah. seems to be a little bit of a jealousy
1: thing going on on there. Maybe
0: that—that's what I thought about it.
1: But there again, I mean, Shab's got hate from day one. I don't know. I mean, I, uh, look, I'm not the biggest—I'm not the biggest fan of Shab. You know, I—I I think he is a little extravagant with some of his fucking things he says about fighters and shit like that. But I mean, I'm not going to say he shouldn't fucking—he shouldn't be part of the MMA community in any fashion ever again.
2: You know, it's a little funny because uh, I, I just read an article or uh, it was an interview where uh, Izzy Adesanya said he was offered uh, he was offered the, um, the ultimate fighter uh, coaching position opposite Till. And he said he wouldn't do it because both of them are such trolls online that he knows that however bad it got with Till, like going underhanded, doing drama and stuff like that. Adesanya said, I just go further further down. I go lower. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, so it just kind of makes you question like till's motives till's like, you know, his reason and his, you know, getting his motives for doing this.
1: Well, that's good that he's got enough self-awareness to understand that, you know, he's I'll go distances. Other people want won't just to fuck with people. And then he probably understands that would be a bad look for him. You know, I mean, look at I mean, it's old, but I mean, looking what the, the Vanderlei with Chael. You know, and Chales talked about it. He did everything he could to to make Vanderlay the guy. The good guy. For, yeah. The the good guy for that season. He did every fucking thing he could. Well, they and, were in Brazil. I know. And Vanderlei still just would <laughs> did not. It wouldn't fucking go through that head of his.
0: Well, some people don't play that game, bro. You know, they don't they don't understand that. Yes, we're fighting, but we also have to sell the fight, especially if there's pay-per-view points involved. Yeah. You know, you definitely want to talk a little shit, you know, don't go the route of where you're talking about people's families, you no. know, wives, kids and all that shit. But, you know, tell the guy that you gonna beat his ass, you know, or yeah. something. I don't know. I'm not a good trash talker. You know, I'll talk about your mama all day long. Exactly. <laughs> which you get my ass beat? But, you know, do something to sell the fight. And that's what Chael was trying to do. He was just trying to he was giving him softballs.
1: He was like, it was. Here. He's like, I will be the heel. It's yeah. fine. I'll I'll take that fucking baton and run with it. Yeah. All you got to do is not do what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and he just wouldn't get it, bro. And he can't. He came out looking bad. He did. Bad. And Chael took you down in flip flops. Uh-huh. You will forever be known that you were taken down by Chael Sonnen in flip flops and jeans. hmm Because mm-hmm. Chael was wearing jeans too. Yeah. Jeans and flip flops. Yeah. Ah oh, man. Anyway. And yes, Tiago. Okay, so the day Joe Rogan talked bluntly with Shab about him not having it kind of made me feel sorry. That was probably one of the hardest period of time in a podcast. It was great, but that- listening to it and then because I listened to it on my computer because I was working in the office. I remember listening to it. So I remember seeing the video of it as well. And bro. See, that's what a that is what a friend is supposed to do that's why i don't think liddell has got that friend you know there's there's these guys that just don't have these friends rogan was a friend he set him down and told him look you ain't fucking got it get out you ain't gonna you know? be no champ yeah ain't gonna be no champ you're just gonna
2: get your brain turned to jello for what <laughs> nothing and, that's and like you're phony and, and and you have all this other stuff going on in your life that you can do and yeah. then you know once you listen like Oh wow! I mean, you gotta imagine he's made like you know, three, four five times annually. I'm sure way oh, more than that. Than oh yeah, yeah. Times, Like you know, just 10x or whatever. But but yeah, but you're right, Chris. I mean, it's just a real friend does that. Yeah. Has that tough talk.
1: Yeah, and because trust me, the, you you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the guy to sit somebody down and tell them that shit because it's tough. You know, it's gonna go really. It's gonna go one or two ways. Either they're gonna get it and understand and listen. Or they're going to get real fucking pissed about this. And then you, they will burn that bridge and say, peace. So I'm a real
0: fan of people leaving the sport while they can. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm a fan of people saying, you know what? I had enough. I got my, my ass beat. I still got a few brain cells. There's something that I could do. I'm going to go fucking do that instead yeah. of getting my ass kicked every time, coming home bloody and, you know, looking like the guy from that movie Mask in the 80s. like Rocky, I mean, you know Ro- Looking like Rocky Dennis, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, somebody needs to do, somebody needs to do that with Overeem. You know, it's like, hey. Oh, he just broke.
0: signed with Glory, bro.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? I know, but I mean, dude, there's a fucking guy sitting there with, like, one of those um, uh, baseball umpire clickers on his fucking knockouts. Just... Oh. I mean, the day that, you know, Rogan went down the list of how many times he has been knocked out like these aren't easy. You know, oh, he just got caught. No, these are lights are off. Fucking got to remember.
0: He's a heavyweight, too. Mm -hmm. So he's getting knocked out by heavyweights.
1: Yeah. Getting sledgehammers hit by on the side of the head and going night night. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not my thing, bro. Not my thing.
1: I got enough fucking brain issues.
0: Listen, I I, stop
1: voluntarily anymore.
0: I stopped sparring in 2011. That was 10 years ago. That's Jesus Christ. I was 35. I had to. I was like, I don't, I'm not that great. You know, my hands are uh, at best. Why, why am I even sparring with all these guys that are, you know, trying to get ready for fights and shit? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not. not on, I'm not on their level. I'm just their punching bag on the ground. I, you know, I, I have somewhat of a chance of surviving, but with the stand up, hmm. Now don't get me wrong. You fuck with me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kick in the huevos. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my, that's
1: my go-to. Cause now it's a fight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sparring. <laughs> so don't worry about my hands. If we're fighting, worry about my kicks to the nuts. Yes.
2: Well, it's funny, you know, the, the sparring uh, of the fighters and just the repetitive getting beaten in the head, even with headgear, it is the, the repetition. Yeah. That a lot of people say is really what does it that really starts leading to that CTE. Well, like jet I, I, skiers.
0: Ah, uh, the. Uh, the
2: there's oh, a, okay.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of guys who race jet skis that, are, you know, they don't take head trauma, but it's the. the Just the, the, the brain's Going back yeah. and
2: forth. Yeah. yeah. Banging the head. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, it was Tony Ferguson that, that said uh, a couple of fights ago, he said, I don't spar.
1: He doesn't. Oh, I don't is. think. Uh, Cowboy gosh. doesn't spar anymore. Cowboy I doesn't. I don't think Max spars. Anymore. Robbie
0: Lawler doesn't spar anymore. There's a bunch of guys that don't spar yeah. anymore. They they know how to fight.
1: And that's the mm-hmm. thing. I agree with their mindset. Look, you know, when you're younger and you're learning and you're coming up, yes, oh, yeah. you spar because you need to learn percent the fight is. But once you kind of get into that, you know, I'm no longer learning per se. And you're, you know, in it. You can probably just do pad work technique. Work on things like that. There's no reason you need to be getting your head scrambled prepping. Uh,
2: Yeah, I was on I was on ship with a guy that, uh, you know, we're doing grappling together and he wanted to start doing some sparring too. We had some, you know, had our stuff had our mitts, and all that good stuff. I'm like, man, let's, let's, let's take it real, real slow. Um, You know, I'm not sure if we want to spar for a while yet. Let's get to know each other more. And like like the next week I saw him sparring with a dude and like 10 seconds in, he gets dropped Mm -hmm. and and he told me later he was in a fog the rest of the day
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, and he's a knowledge worker. I'm like, Hey, hey bud. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't need you in a fog.
2: You know, we, we, we can't be doing that. You know, that, 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 that takes you out, you know, that you, you can't really do your job. Um, So no, that's craziness. I don't, I don't, I don't spar. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. I, uh, man, I don't, especially with like amateurs and younger guys and things like that. You know, I've watched people spar, Almost eighty percent of the time, it ramps up to a level where it's not sparring. You know, you say we're sparring, but you two motherfuckers are going at each other. You're not. You are no longer trying to learn or work on a technique that you're trying to pick up and add to your toolbox. Either one, you're trying to survive, or two, you're trying to take somebody's head off.
2: Probably trying to get some payback because yeah, because that's, that's what happens. Do, one ups, one ups, one ups. Yeah, one you you whether you meant to or not, just hit it just right. Yeah. Like, oh, Oh, okay. Okay. I got to get all. that one back. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You, and, know, you and, get that good pop of the glove. and you hear it and you're like, Oh, I got to get that one back. Well, if you do, then the next guy is like, well, shit, I got to get that one back. You know, three mm-hmm. minutes in, you two are fucking haymaker and each other trying to get that one back. And it's like, this is not beneficial to anybody. Stop. It
2: just takes us back to jujitsu. It's one of the great things about it. You can simulate killing each other yeah, and I can still go do my job.
1: Exactly. Unless you train with that one guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not I'm not a not real fan of sparring anymore. I mean, Mm -mm. I just I just can't, man.
1: I have enough shit that causes me headaches. I do not need to have one.
0: Man, I'm I'm 45 years old. I, I, I have nothing to prove to anybody. And, you know, all these 25, you know, 22 year olds that I know that are. That are fighters and getting ready to, you know, fight for, you know, a title uh, at whatever promotion Dude, they're fighting. for. for
1: I will yeah. cheer you on for back.
0: Here. I will yeah. come watch your training. I mm-hmm. will, I will support you 100%, but don't expect me to be a partner no. unless, unless you're doing some groundwork and you need a body. That's it. Yeah. And at that point, I'm just, your
2: your fucking ookie. Yeah. You know, I'll hold some nits. But as far as I'll, as far as I'll go for strike. Yeah. If you I'll need me to hold mitts. mitts,
1: you know, if you need to work on something like that, I can hold some mitts, you know, hell, I'll even go as far as wearing one of the body suits. If you need to work body work, things like that, I can do that. But I'm not fucking we are not sparring. You know, I want to show you guys. <laughs> played, I played with one of our guys we used to train with one night. And he fucking leg kicked me, and I almost shit myself. And that's when I was like, I am not doing this. This is not <laughs> fucking fun. And I told him afterwards, said, "Don't ever leg kick me like that again. We're friends. I like you. Don't do that ever, fucking again." I want to show you guys something. Uh, my my
0: first coach. He used to fight in the World Combat League. That's the the promotion that Chuck Norris had, and he had a whole bunch of guys come out of there that that are super good. Uh Raymond Daniels came out of there. Uh Lyman Good, who's a UFC fighter, came out of there. Wonderboy Thompson, Uriah Hall fought in that promotion too. And my coach fought as well at 147 pounds. Uh, he was uh in the team for Miami, Miami Force, I believe he was it was the name. And, you know, most of his team was in Miami. Uh he was up here in Jacksonville, and he didn't really have training partners. So his students <laughs> were his training partners, and there was two seasons of, uh, of the World Combat League, and he knocked out both their top guys. So I'm going to show you a little clip here of uh, Craig the Hammer Oxley, my former coach, against uh, Jason Borelli. Uh, I'm probably not going to put some audio. I'm just going to leave it uh, with, without the audio.
2: We'll provide commentary so it yep. falls
0: into the fair use yes. doctrine. There boom. There we go. So let's.
2: let's educational purpose. Let's hit
0: play here. So he's the one in the white. and
2: uh, Oh, they got the, the little booties. That, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This is this is back, I want to say 2008, 2009. And boom. Ooh, you, oh, saw wow. that sp- you got yeah. that spaghetti legs. Yeah. You, you see yeah, him? Clipped him? Yeah, you see, he made him do the salsa dance real quick. So this was the guy that we were training with. And if he could do that to a world-class guy like Jason Borelli.
1: Yeah. He go fuck my world up. Just just, just think the shit that he could have done
0: to us. I mean, obviously uh, he never won full force, but even not going full force, I remember getting dropped quite a few times and not being able to fucking continue. And that was just like, ooh, f- ooh. oh, ooh. yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. my dude, bro. That's my dude. Craig the Hammer Oxley.
1: Nice. Yeah, I remember this. They had the, the ring, the little
2: Kumite ring. with the.
0: Yeah, bro. This was so dope. I, I mean, I know that they have a league that's similar now. You say like, yeah, I'm good. I'm
2: good. Yeah. No, yeah. You're not, buddy. I'm totally Let good. God, Let me go. I never <laughs> stopped it. No, you, you, you never got out. You never recovered from that first kick, bud. You never but anyway, wow.
1: yeah, yeah, there is a there is a combat league. I got I've got them on Instagram, but I wish I could remember the name of it. But it's, yeah, it's, it's like karate combat or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. They have matches like that. And theirs there's almost in a pit kind of thing. Their walls yeah. are a lot more aggressive than those were. Yeah. Because it's,
2: like, it's almost like a, a dang uh, pool. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 That's
2: really neat. Yeah. Let's we'll nice throw back here.
1: to some Lionheart shit.
2: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go.
1: Actually,
0: I'm going to share the slow-mo so you can all see the, that uh that spinning kick. Boom. Boom. There it is again. Yeah. Made, made, made him do that salsa dance real quick. And then so, the he, other kick right to the ribs, man.
2: That, just, hurt. Ugh. that hurt. But it looked like he actually get him, got him with uh, the lower shin. When, yeah, uh, on yeah under stage. the calf. Yeah, so it was even- wasn't even the whole uh, heel. Wow, that's a lot of power. Yeah, bro, he that dude
0: used to hit like a Mack truck, and he used to fight at a hundred and forty-seven pounds. <sighs> nah. man, I do not miss those days of getting hit by that man. <laughs> I don't miss days of getting hit. Period. Yeah, well, mainly by your mama, but you know, yeah. I, I I get it. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> moving moving on from from what we were
1: talking about, which I fucking forgot. And we weren't anything special. We were just sparring. Yeah. Yeah. Sparring. I'm just rambling. Yeah. Yeah. We don't voluntarily, you know, sign up for CTE. No,
0: no. I mean, I got, I got a few brains, uh, a few brain cells left and Mm -hmm. I like to keep them to possibly do a podcast and some other things that I like to do. Yeah. But anyway, uh, congratulations to Brandon Moreno. You know, he uh he beat Davison Figueredo for the bantamweight title. No, I'm sorry, flyweight title. Flyweight, not bantam. Uh he was not getting a lot of love as far as you know, people thinking that he was gonna win. I picked him. Mainly because he's Latino from Mexico.
1: Right, right. But
0: uh Brandon Brandon posted the the question before the fight, who wins, Figueredo or uh or Moreno? And I was like, Moreno so congratulations to him. He's the first Mexican-born UFC champion. So congratulations to him. That was uh, that was pretty amazing, guys. Uh, you know he was in the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, I think he he was like three and three at one point in the UFC. He got cut. Uh, he was also doing like Spanish commentating for uh, for the UFC, and wow. I guess he put some wins together and they brought him back. And look at him now. He's el champion. Nice, yeah. So it's a pretty good story, man.
2: You know, so
1: pretty well, I mean, excited.
2: That's like Oliveira too. O- yeah. Oliveira had, had a bad run, and then all of a sudden, but he had, put uh, nine a, wins together. I think nine yeah. or eight
0: or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But I
2: mean, but there was a time though that it, that was really bad, or it was like you know half and half, yeah. and then all of a sudden, boom, he starts putting the and, and, and then you know the Polish hammer light heavyweight champ, same type of thing. I mean, there's been a lot of those kind of mean things out there where like, you know, they had a, a run where they had to get through and all of a sudden something clicked and boom, they're off to the races. It mean, just, just shows people that, Hey, just cause you don't see the light that until now, just, just keep chugging, you know, just keep going.
0: So he won the title cause he was vacant from uh, well, it was between him and Chandler. I know Connor and Poirier are fighting July 10th. So, would the winner of that fight should he get the next title shot? You mean Conor and Poirier? Yeah, the oh, winner, yeah. the winner of Conor and Poirier.
2: I mean, do, do you think you know? Do they, as, as the best fighter, deserve it? Yeah. Uh, as prize fighters? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, here, we we all
1: know that you know the UFC does not follow any rhyme or reason. Well, um, here's the ra- here's the rankings.
0: Oliver is a champ. Dustin Poirier is the number one contender. Okay. Uh, then Justin Gagey. Uh, then Daniel Veriuch, who uh, just beat Tony. Yep. Beat my he guy. Looked really good. Yeah. Uh, then Michael Chandler still number four. Then Conor McGregor's fifth. Uh, Tony Ferguson's still up there at six. Uh, Rafael Dos Anjos is a seven. Dan Hooker at eight. Uh okay. Makachev uh nine and Gregor Gillespie, as Brandon Shop would call him. Gillespie, although he's Gillespie. Uh Gillespie, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh is the number ten. Um do you all see Connor beating Poirier? He can. No? I, I, I I just don't think he has it anymore.
1: I don't I don't f- I don't think that Connor's a hundred percent committed to the uFC anymore
0: I think he's committed to making money, which is great him,
1: yeah, which is fine
0: absolutely make your money yep. bro if, make your money if, if you're making money somehow with it, you know even if he's fighting and not winning, make it that's great. I
2: just don't think he's I don't think he's at the level that he was well, okay I mean you know we could go all rocky three on this thing. And, and, yeah, Sam yeah, sure. McGregor, you know, he's got the suits and all that stuff now, so he's, he's he's not the animal that Mr. T Hey is. woman,
0: hey yeah. woman, yeah, <laughs> woman, the real man.
2: Yeah, I got you. Um, but but I think there was there was a an interview or an article I read about um with the Cavanaugh McGregor's coach after yeah. the fact that they they thought they had the calf kick figured out, but but they didn't have anybody like during the training that did like an actual hardest can be calf kick. So he knew, okay, this is what has to be done to counter it. I mean, you saw that, you know, Poirier did an amazing job, got the calf kicks and, you know, with his, with his karate style stance, you know, it really screwed him because he's kind of, he likes to do the boxing stance too, where it puts a lot of weight on that front foot, you know, kind of tees off cause he's trying to get that straight left that just knocks people out. with. So when Poye, you know, hit him with those calf kicks, that was a game changer. He couldn't do a lot of the things. He didn't have his mobility. Um, so, I mean, with months and months and as much money as he wants to bring whoever he wants in and go wherever the hell they want to do to train, he has to have figured out, I hope, or else why the heck do you go to this match? So I, I hope that he, you
1: finish it before the calf kicks start, you know,
2: damage starts piling on. I mean, it's kind of true, Chris, because like, you know, a lot of people say, you know, one of the big keys is to take McGregor down early uh, because you want to make him tired because like that first two and a half minutes when he has all of his energy, he, he is very explosive and he's very dangerous. So, you know, that's fair. You know, his style might be just to, to knock him out quick. Yeah. Um, but and
1: those And those deaf touch hands, they don't do much on the ground.
2: Yeah. Standing so, up. I mean,
1: you know, he could still, he could still connect and he's got power. But I just don't. I just don't think he's he's committed to fighting. I think he's. Oh, I shouldn't say fighting. I don't think he's committed to the UFC, doing what he needs to do to make a legitimate run back to the belt.
2: Well, I mean, it's going. Kind of, you say about committed. Uh, there's a joke about uh, having an interest in something and in, in, in being committed. Uh, you, you talk about breakfast. You know, you have ham and eggs. Well. You know, the, the, chickens interested in that breakfast, uh, the pigs committed, um, you know, the, 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 no no laughs. Okay. Anyways, it's, it's a good, <laughs> good, analogy. a lot of business guys use it. Trust me.
0: Crickets, crickets. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: fine. Thanks anyway. So you're right. He, he, he doesn't have to be committed because he's not, he's not on public welfare anymore. He doesn't need it. This isn't how he has to feed his yeah. family. Um, sure. But he, there's gotta be there's a lot of pride there. There's still a lot of pride. Sure, um, you know, and, and I gotta think, I gotta think he's brought. I mean, you gotta think the two things he has to do, he needs to bring in a wrestling coach to at least be able to defend the takedown. He's gotta be able to defend the takedown, and he's gotta be able to defend the calf kick. If he can do the, if he adds those two, you know, reasonable skills, he doesn't need jujitsu. He just needs to be able to not, not get taken down. And freaking be able to defend the Kafka. And uh, Gagey actually had a pretty good clip. Um, uh, I don't know if it was on Instagram or something like that, where he, he was talking about how you defend it. I mean, you basically, you step into it. Um, anyways, I'm sure he's brought in all the coaches. So I, I really think McGregor has a reasonable shot. I mean, at least 50 50. No, I mean, obviously,
0: you know, I just, I don't know. I just think that uh, I don't think he's hungry anymore. Yeah, I agree. I'm, um, yeah. And, and listen, I wouldn't be either. That's not. I'm not trying to knock on him. You know, I'm not yeah. trying to. I'm not trying to diss him, or or you know, say that he's not good. Dude, I mean, his
1: his flash, his time in the UFC is one of the best. Yep, yeah, one of the best. It was the the greatest. The fucking watch. Just everything about it. He will. He will be in. Whether you like it or not, he will be in the UFC Hall of Fame, bar none.
0: Who the fuck is that guy?
1: I mean, you can't, you just <laughs> can't say that he wasn't great for the UFC. No, he was, now, he was absolutely amazing for the yeah, UFC. But at this point now, I think the game's gone.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would move on. I'd be like, you know, I, I think he mentioned at one point that he wanted to be a promoter as well. Go do that. Put on fights, bro. You know the game, you know, it's yeah. like there's no need for him to fight anymore. Hey,
1: he beat the game. He did. He made his name big enough. He can ride yeah. his name for eternity. His 100%. kids are going to be able to ride his name. I think he
0: just sold his stake in the in the whiskey company and made a shitload of money.
2: Shitload. So anyway, but maybe that's it too. Maybe he wants to keep his name in the spotlight. Well, he so can that- do
0: many things to keep he keep his well, name in the spotlight. He could go to a bar and knock out another old man.
1: Well, he didn't uh, knock out that old man. Well, that old man was fucking well, tough. Pun- I'm sorry, he
0: can go punch yeah, another old man. Pu-
1: See, that was when I knew the downfall was coming. <laughs> it was downhill. He didn't knock that old man off the stool
2: or anything. I was like, Connors <laughs> lost some of the power. <laughs> hey, you don't know who that old man was. Uh, yeah, and that, that's that's what we all guys all, all got to realize about old men. You it's don't know who he's daddy. You know, but uh, but but you're talking about him being a promoter. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe this is his last fight. And then he's like, you know what? And, and he gets that, you know, and, and maybe Rogan gets in there, you know, after he talks to Poye because Poye won. And and then McGregor's in there and say, like, hey, you've done such amazing, amazing, great things for the sport. Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm starting this promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, he has that stage just to like kind of co-opt all the, the viewers. I mean, that's possible. But you listen, you can he, watch Dana's head
1: explode from in the ring.
0: <laughs> but he's not going to be competition for the UFC right away. I mean, not that, right that, away, but that, that will take time. And listen, him, and Dana are, 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 I think, have a pretty good relationship that yeah. Dana yeah. would let him announce that, you know, that he took a poop on the bus. And if he wants to,
2: sure. And who knows? Maybe, maybe he starts like a more of a regional promotion in Europe. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, kind, of, kind of like a feeder promotion for the UFC. And, 100%.
1: Yeah. Cause that's yeah. what I think they need. They, they, you know, every sport, okay, every, every sport out there, you have, like your grade A, and then you have the minors. You know, you have the show, and you have the minors. The minors for the UFC are all these regional promotions, or like Combat Night, or you know these these little things. But it's it's so f- fragmented. they they're you know they're everywhere, and I don't think the prelims fights are your B league because you're still in the UFC. I mean. How many? I think what the UFC's got like four hundred fucking fighters on contract with them. Some shit like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's unreal. And when they go to and when they go to a town, they don't put people on their contract, but they'll give them they'll give some local guys a fight, sure, just so they could get more people in the audience and all that stuff. And before we continue, I want to point out something that I heard Dana White talking about. About Tyron Woodley, since we talked about Tyron, you know, okay. make, making a ton of money in his next fight against uh, Jake Paul. Right. So apparently Dana saying that that, that what Woodley saying is bullshit because apparently he's made more money in one fight in the UFC. He, he said show the well, Show yeah, the sticker. Right. That's basically <laughs> yeah. what he said. He said, why don't you tell us how much you're making? He's not, he said, basically said, he's not telling you the amount because I can tell you the amount that we paid him yeah. for one fight.
2: Well, they said he made, you know, we talked about last week that he made yeah. three, three million uh, yeah. for his uh, defense against Wonder Boy. because Wonder Boy w- w- was so big. Um, um, so that's that's, you know, there's seven figures right there. So Dana's
0: saying not his biggest payday.
2: Well, I, I think you know, we probably watched the same thing. It was uh, it was Dana's uh, commentary uh, after the last yeah uh, pay per view. Uh, yes, I saw that part. Of it. Yes, and he's like, you know, okay, it was almost like a hypothetical. Say I'm these guys, and yeah. I want to promote this <laughs> this this fight. One hundred percent. What would I say? I would yep. say, oh, we're gonna make so much more money than UFC. You know, that's just that's it basically saying that's how they're gonna promote it. That's that's yeah. they're talking big, but but show me the numbers, which is kind of funny. Because a lot of people kind of question the numbers that UFC put out. That that's been a thing for a while. Yeah. So it's you know, I don't know, game seeing game respecting game. I don't know. Yeah.
0: But anyway, hey, whatever. He's making money, so so be it. I just thought that that we should point it out since we were, I don't want to say we were bashing Dana, but we were we were pretty hard up talking about fighter pay last week, and he's saying that you know he paid Woodley more money than than what he's claiming to be his biggest payday?
2: Well, I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, sure. The the big-name champs with big-name fights are getting paid. I mean, I, I think most people's questions about fighter pay is like, okay, the guy on prelims is getting like $10,000. If that. If, that. if that. If and, that. And by the way, uh, he's got to pay for his coach. He's got to pay for his own you know, health insurance. <laughs> he's oh, right. by the way,
0: by the way. He also talked about the health insurance thing because he was brought up. I guess they're working on it, so that's a possibility. He did mention something that I've said before because uh, I've heard people saying, "Well, they should give those guys, you know, uh, health insurance for the rest of their life." And I'm like, "Well, I work at a company. If I leave that company, they're not going to give me health insurance for the rest of my life." No. I think that I think that it should be just like you know, as long as they're under contract, they have health insurance.
1: But but I think that falls under because some people I think like uh football players get that. I think uh football players get health care, you know. What
0: what does the football players have? Well what they the, they have a collective bargaining agreement yeah. under a union.
1: Again. What does it yeah.
0: what does the UFC and MMA don't have?
1: A bunch of independent contractors yeah. fighting.
2: and also like you have to make it like Three and a half years or four years in the NFL to to qualify for that. Sure. Yeah. There Um, needs to be stipulations. Sure. But
0: even, 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 you know, health insurance, as long as you're with the company, that's still a step in the right direction. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Which I think they have, don't they? Well, I I think you're right. I think think it happens during the fight, right? If, if you, you have insurance. Fight. Yeah, fight yeah, fight insurance. Yeah,
1: because it was it I can't remember if it was on ours or if it was somebody we listened to that said that a lot of guys would go into fights damaged with things they knew were like, you know, busted ACLs and things like that. So then that way they could say that it happened in the fight and then yeah. that way it would be taken care of.
0: Yeah, but if you have health insurance, you can pull out that fight and you're still under contract with the UFC and say, Hey, I tore my
1: ACL. I need to get it fixed. And yeah, guess what? It's got to be fixed. Okay, you want this, guys? Look, get a fucking... As much as I'm not a big fan of unions, at least in the workforce and the, what I've experienced, but <clears throat> for sports and things like that, you guys need a union. You've had a couple of chances. You just... Well,
0: you know, it up. you got you got to look at, you know, places like the NFL, MLB, and the NBA. Their collective, collective bargaining agreement gives them, like, I think it's the owners like sixty percent and the fighters forty percent
1: of yeah. of the earnings, something but like that. You also have to remember these; those sports have been around for way. I understand
0: one hundred percent, but you have to start somewhere. I mean, you do. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying come in guns blazing, demanding that you get fifty percent of the revenue.
1: No, because you'll get shut but, down right from the. Rip.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you can come in and be like, okay, let's let's do seventy five twenty five.
1: Start no. there. Yeah, because it's going to come up for renegotiation.
0: Yeah, every every so many years it comes up. But shit, they're already talking that there might not be baseball next year because the, it's... uh,
1: it's That's every fucking time. It's time yeah. for the contracts to be negotiated. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that's the, the other thing. That's one of the things I don't like about some of these unions, though, is because then they always tend to hold the product hostage. Yep. You know, yes. and... You know, like baseball. Baseball fucked up years ago. I can't remember mm-hmm. what year it was, but they they like really fucked up because they went on strike. They didn't play. They, I think it was almost a whole season, mm-hmm. and they lost a shit ton of their fans. I mean, a lot of people just turned it off, went the other way, went to you football. Know? Yeah, went to football. Yeah, because that was the th- that was when football started getting mm-hmm. really. You know, again. The NFL saw what was happening. They started ramping up their marketing, their you know presence, yep. pulled these people in. It's taken a long time for baseball to get back to being the sport that it is now with the fans. So, to threaten that shit, go ahead. But you know, damn, we had a bunch. We, got- we had a
0: bunch of comments out here that did not load up when they were being typed or whatever. They just loaded
1: up. Oh really? I saw him, but I need to log in next time. So then that way I have some of the control. Yeah, yeah, you do. But anyway, um, listen, that's all I had. Uh, I'm hungry. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, because I I got, I got, I got big red, big red storms getting ready to come right. Man,
0: this shit is about to fall.
1: Yeah, it's and it's it, the same I, shit. You're getting ready to get is I can hear it and it's coming to me. I need
0: I need to take my girl out and walk her real quick before this shit comes because
1: uh UFC fight tomorrow. Uh, Zhang versus Ege uh, seven yep. o'clock. Uh, Matt Brown is fighting tomorrow night, so at least watch
2: that one. The Immortal. Anyway, uh, Egghead, anything else you want to add? Hey man, uh, PGF season three qualifier, the first one next Saturday. At uh, Brandon McCatherine's uh, YouTube page, it will be live streamed. They have 25 people already. 26? 26. Oh, 26? 26. 26. Oh, oh, okay. Because yeah, Isaac, uh, yeah, after that boy. podcast. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, but but you have some of your favorites. You got, you know, uh, the stack, Isaac Stackhouse. You got Noah Randolph coming back. Yeah, yeah. Terminator. That's so, your son,
0: bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, bro. What
2: time? <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: whenever they go live
2: yeah i mean i don't know yet we'll see how the first one goes what um, day what day is it going to be again saturday, uh, saturday, saturday. 20,
1: yeah. okay because we'll yeah. be up in atlanta next weekend so i'm but i'm definitely
2: going to make sure that i'm in a spot where i can watch
0: yeah it's, yeah it's probably going to be in the afternoon
2: so you'll be and, all right and yeah. even if you don't get to see it live i'm sure that thing is going to be yeah you know still on youtube not behind a paywall or anything like that but um yep. Really excited. I, I, I want to see. I mean, this will be great to see how it goes. I mean, do we get to see the interviews as well as the matches? Because you know, I don't, doing I don't, think, I,
0: I don't think we're going to see interviews. I mm-hmm. think I think
1: twenty-five people they're going to be going match 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 match. Yeah, let's get going. I mean,
0: twenty-six yeah. matches at six minutes a piece. That's going to be a couple hours, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: but anyway, but, go ahead. I'm Bye. sorry. Just one, one one more possible thought on this. So twenty five people, that's hundred bucks a piece. They already have twenty five hundred going towards the pot for PGF season three. That's right. And that's Can just the and that's just the first qualifier. Indicator. Can you imagine yeah. how many people you're gonna have in Atlanta and in Austin? Austin? Yeah, Louisville. Come on, even even guns.
0: even in Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, 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 Jacksonville's got a stack of people that do jujitsu. Because uh, you've
1: got Jacksonville, but I guarantee you, something like that, you're going to pull people from Orlando, Tampa, Miami, North yeah.
2: Georgia as well. Yep. Don't don't forget the Savannah. Brunswick people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it's my favorite thing, so I'm going to keep talking about it. Uh, but but yeah, I, 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 we we all the numbers went up big time apparently for season two. Good. With the qual, but with the qualifiers, oh, it, it's about to really go crazy.
0: Yeah, I was looking at uh, plane tickets for Austin and for uh, Atlanta, so I, sh- I should be flying up to Atlanta for the qualifier as okay. well as as well as the one in Austin. So cool, that should be interesting. Hail to the yeah, yeah, But you don't want it you you don't want to go to Austin with me. But no. You suck, man. I I figure we could get like an Airbnb by the lake or some shit like that. But
2: dude, we're both moving.
1: Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's in October. I'm still going to be putting shit together and trying to get everything fixed up in October. Anyway, pussy. I'll take
0: it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you interacting with us here in the comments. I'm sorry that we didn't get to all the comments. I, I did not see him load up on my screen. I apologize. But anyway, thank you so much for your support. We appreciate it, and we'll catch you next week. Peace.
1: Adios.